You know when you're out with your friends and they all order beer and then you look insane when you don't want any beer? I mean, no offense to any of my friends out there, but I'm not a crazy obsessed beer drinker. I mean, once in a while, but I don't really love it. But I did recently try Bud Light Seltzer. It's not beer. It's a hard seltzer from Bud Light. Finally, there's something I can drink when everyone else is having a beer. Bud Light Seltzer's 5% alcohol, 100 calories, and it comes in four flavors. There's strawberry, lemon lime, mango, and my go-to black cherry. They're all super refreshing and perfect when I want something with a little more kick than just sparkling water. You know what I'm saying? Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. You're listening to The Jillian Michaels Show. Word! There's so many paths to finding your family story. But whether you're tracing them generations back with a family tree or uncovering your ethnicity with Ancestry DNA, it's easy to get started with Ancestry. Ancestry DNA can tell you your ethnic origins and give you historical details to bring your family stories to life. And it doesn't just tell you what countries you're from, it can also pinpoint the specific regions. I was pretty sure I knew where my grandparents were from, and now that I've confirmed it with an Ancestry DNA test, I want to see how many generations back I can go. It was super easy to do. I got my kit, sent in my saliva sample, and they sent me my results. Give it a try. Start exploring your family story today. Simply head to my URL at Ancestry.com slash Jillian to get your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial. That's an Ancestry DNA kit and a free trial at Ancestry.com slash Jillian. One more time, guys. It's Ancestry.com slash Jillian. Wow. Hello, everybody. Hello. Good morning. Yes. Did, wait, how many voices did we just hear? I only hear three. I, I only, only heard three. three. One, two, three. Oh, three. 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 That's right. What do we, isn't there normally a, is someone? I feel like there's normally four. Four. Someone's missing. Does this bird speak? No, Bonds does not speak. The Bonds is in uh, today. She didn't want to stay home. So Bonds is here. You may hear chirping over the next month because as you know we do four shows in a day um but i do feel like something is miss wait is it a crotchety old lesbian could that be what's missing i see a lesbian no not not a crotchety no not a crotchety old one no a young and spry fresh-faced one yeah positive and full of life yeah that one's here we've got check i'm 25 present accounted for the female hetero millennial Right. We've got the male hetero millennial. Mm, true, true. Yeah, we're definitely missing that crotchety old lesbian. Where is the crotchety Where could lesbian? she be? Where is she? Jeez. I know. Late. It is late. She is late. It's probably because of her other show. I think it is because of her other show. Apparently, she is... Where is she, Nicole? On the 405. But we're not mad. No. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Because all talent waits for their producer right i mean that's just normal for the star to wait on the producer of their show you got to set things up the producer's never never early no No. and in fact they're often late right leaving welcome to hollywood their talent right their talent just empty-handed i know bonds (laughs) i know yeah bonds is mad well affirmation well i think that since we don't have the crotchety old lesbian here, we should catch up with some pleasantries. 
Jacob, how are things? Things are going really well. How's your pops? I know you wanted to talk about that today. Um, you know what? He's actually put himself in therapy and Wow, he's, what? He, for the first time? For the um well, I I think he did marriage counseling forever ago, but this is okay. definitely the no, first time is, he ever decided very, to like do it for himself. Really? Yeah, it's great. And uh he oh goes God. and he comes back every Wednesday. <laughs> um, and also this it's the same day, you know, he he hasn't been back to that poker game which he had gone to for 20 years. Oh my God. Um, really? And I really wanted to recognize him for that. I mean, like, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, he's doing it for himself, but I think that's really cool. He's really actually like yeah, a but his 61 year old man. Is... With you is for himself. Well, you know what? Yeah. A lot of times when we talk about, you know, change is hard, right? They have, people have to really want to change. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I would always talk about when trying to get, Oh, hi. Oh, hey, Janice. Hi, Janice. We're just in the middle of a segment. Good, you don't mind, do you? What? Do you mind? No. Because you're, that's, you know, we're just in the middle of a segment. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> okay, well, I was just saying that when people change, they have to really, really want to change. And that's why on Biggest Loser, I would try to make them feel all of the pain that was associated with the way they were living so that the fear and the work associated with the change was less painful than the spot they were currently in. And I think where your dad found himself was in a position with his son who he values the most in the world that was extremely painful. And he's like, okay, nothing is worth that. Nothing. So the pain of looking at myself or the pain of looking at why I do this or the pain of looking at why I do that is not worth the pain of my son feeling this way. Yeah, and he's he's been putting a lot of effort towards other things in life, too. But it's private, right? right. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> Janice is just hiding in a corner, No, I'm ashamed of herself. Hey, there was a medical emergency on the plane. What can I say? We Did you have gas? Is that what it was? What? Were you gassy? No, someone uh, was not doing well and had to get off the plane. Oh, so no. Turn around hmm. uh, at the thing and go back. Why didn't you say that my talent is waiting for me? Because I am a kind person who has empathy for people. No, 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 no. I am famous. Well, I am here waiting for Manus. Well, why don't you tell the person who got taken off on his I'd say, hey, <laughs> listen, you're going to have to get medical aid in Los Angeles. A very, very, very VIP, very important person is waiting. <laughs> the triple VIP. The triple V. VIP, yes. All right, well. Janice, yeah, I'm going to need you to get in the game here. No, get in the game. I, I need. Hang on, Jan. Oh, all right, yes. Okay. I don't have my note. No, get yet. in the game. Bond's pooped on the way here. What's that's, what's Bond? What's that stick? Oh, that's her perch. What do you mean? What's that stick? It's her chalk perch. Oh. Yeah. She I sharpens her beak and stuff on there. Oh. She likes it. Hi, Bonds. I haven't seen you for so long. No, Bonds is here. She's just eating her raspberries. Yes, I see that. She's it looks chilling. like she's just killed a a, a lion in the uh, yeah in the uh, jungle. Look at the birds are like you can really see the dinosaur in there. Look at the beak and the whole yeah. the rawr, pterodactyl claws. Remember the time on tour when we when we left the green room and we forgot to uh, oh my god and Bonds uh, there was a whole vegetable platter like, and I had her on her perch. <laughs> Oh my god, like every green room would set up like this beautiful this beautiful display for Jill every show. This yeah. beautiful thing and Bonds 
<laughs> Did you forget or what happened? She and she off jumped off of her perch. Oh my god. Jumped off of her perch, walked across the floor, crawled up the tablecloth. <laughs> oh my god. And gorged herself. It just looked went like to a town. It gorged herself. Oh. No, it was bad. She was just lying there rubbing her belly. Yeah. It was just <laughs> gorged. She was like could barely walk. On week Janice and I came in and there was just parsley There's... and carrots. It Cucumbers was so everywhere, and the bird was like, "Ooh, she didn't eat for like two days after that." <laughs> she look at her. Yeah. Good morning, Blondie. So, yes, I, yes. I need you, your help. I'm, I'm, I'm always here to help you. I just got a little waylaid. Are you present? I'm all. I'm all right. always present. So, yes. Recently, you know. People are not perfect. They're going to disappoint you. They're going to hurt your feelings and you're going to do the same. And a few things have like come up with um, some friends and mostly one friend, but like, and also a little bit sort of another, because we're all like this group of friends. Right. And it's, I'm looking at the way that people fight Mm. and I want (laughs) to, I want to talk about that today because we're going to fight with people. Right. But Mm -hmm. there are things that happen sometimes in fights where you're like, I don't know that I'm going to rebound from that. And I can't tell if it's just me. Do you know what I mean? Or if it's like, like do you mean the the fight got the the fight cycled out of control? Because that can happen. Right. Well, sometimes people say things that they shouldn't say, or I think they shouldn't say, or like they have like my shrink calls it like literally like a bowel movement, like a like a child having an impulsive like bleh everywhere. And it's like he's like, yeah, well, you know, what people say in those moments, I'm like, you can say. Hey, you know what they say in those moments, they don't mean, but it's kind of like once that's out there, I don't know how you come back from that. You got to be real careful with, at least with me, about crossing that line. And like, there are things that people have done that, you know, you want to be like, oh, you know, when this happened or when that happened, but you don't, it's just dirty. It's like the line you don't cross. Does that make any sense? Well, it does. The things like, you don't say. It's like the four agreements. I can't remember. Uh, Ruiz wrote, remember the four agreements? Yes, and but one I never, of them is, actually never read it. Oh, it's... You've it's, talked about it years and years ago, maybe. Yeah, I can't name the four, but one of them I'll is be, impe- be impeccable with your word. Mm, okay. And, and that yeah. really resonated for me because once you say it, like be impeccable, because if it's out there and it goes out there, yeah. you can't... It, it's out in the universe. You can't take it back. Yeah. No. And, and it's like literally someone brought something up from six years ago. Ooh, that's an old reason. Six years. And it was like, I was, you know, I was pregnant and you, you know, got drunk and it's something. And I was like, that was my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> that just- was my birthday. And all of our friends planned that. And, like, it made me look at this person as, like, wow, are you really that selfish? It was my birthday. Sorry that one day wasn't about you in our, you know, in our group or what have you. But I just, and then it's, like, and then it was, you know, two years ago, you said something on a podcast, actually. And um, and you didn't give it context two years ago. Right. And I, I, I go, so I played the, co- I took the clip of the podcast. You found it. I found it. Oh, I sent it to her and I was like, here it is. And it absolutely had context. 100%. It 
explain the whole situation. And I was like, so you for two years have been mad? Like all the times I've seen you over two years, for two years you've been mad Mm -hmm. about this? And by the way, you A, didn't say anything to me and B, never listened to it? Well, that's someone. That's someone storing ammo. As far as I'm concerned, well, if you're gonna store resentments like that, I, I had no idea. It it hit me like a ton of bricks. And sure. you know how I found out? Because a friend that I was fighting with said, "Oh well, you know, everyone you know hates you and think I'm not you know yeah." And I was like, "Wow, everyone hates me. All the people I just I see all the time like hate me." And and I was like, "Okay, you know, everyone thinks you're this and this and this, right?" So I was like, all right, let me clean up my side of the street and talk with friends and say, hey, you know, do you feel like I'm this or that or this? And this one friend, I could tell it was her. Now, I'm going to interrupt for a second. Why did you go fishing like that? Why didn't you just... Like Tell why? Me. Why yeah. did you? Why did you go out to your posse? Because it it was said to me by one of them, you know, well, everyone feels this way about you. Yeah. So I was like, really? Because okay, okay, yeah. because that's not a perception of that I'm having. So I went to my friends and I was like, look, you know, do you feel? Because the past several years have been hard years. I'm not gonna lie. Like really, not this year. This year has actually been quite nice, but they've been hard years, man. I mean, they have. Like I had Biggest Loser try to destroy my brand over a fake drug scandal. I mean, that was crazy. Yeah. It was so crazy and horrible and stressful. I mean, and it kind of started there and it's like losing it was canceled. And then that, and for me, I like, I love my work. And I also have like the homeless, weird, irrational fear of like, I'm going to lose everything and my family's going to be on the street. And I, and I wouldn't care so much if I was alone, but when I have like kids and a family and I feel like I'm the provider and I'm going to lose everything and we're going to be homeless. And it's like, and I've gone through things by the way that like have, I've almost lost everything at least three times in the last X amount of years. So one was like biggest, you know, NBC trying to create this fake drug scandal. And then of course, when, you know, they were called out on it, they were like, oh no, no, that didn't happen. She she, she gave them co- coffee, caffeine. She wasn't allowed though. But you remember, I mean, mm-hmm. they gave it the college try. And I got a phone Publi- call. Very publicly. And I got a phone call from Maria Menunos, which is why I will always, always have mad love for her. And she called me and she said, what is going on? And I said, what are you talking about? Right. And anyway, she's like, there's a, someone from inside there trying to say, trying to leak this story to us. I'm going to kill it. Did any of this happen? I was like, no, none of it happened. Anyway, there was that. And then there was another incident where it was like, oh, you know, we're going to say, you know, I want $500,000 or I'm going to say that you fired me because I'm pregnant, which of course didn't happen. Did not either, by the way, give the $500,000 because I was able to prove why I fired this person. But, like, can you imagine that headline? Jillian Michaels is prejudiced against pregnant people? Mm -hmm. Can you imagine in the middle, by the way, I was writing the pregnancy book at the time and this person knew that. And, like, my whole brand is about being there for mom right now. Like, can you imagine that headline? And people don't, you know, they don't believe what's true. They believe headlines. They just do. I mean, and then there was, like, a legal disaster where a lawyer had made a mistake and didn't disclose part of a deal on another deal, and they said, oh, we're going to sue you for fraud. I mean, dude, it was a horrible X amount of years. So I admit that, right? So so she's like, well, you've just been so angry. And I was like, I've definitely had yeah, many bad years, but I don't feel that I go out to any of you because I'm you know, guarded. And I was like, and not only that, 
um, you know, I don't feel that I've put that on you. I feel like I've been a good friend. And it's like, well, everybody feels like, you know, you're angry and they just withdraw. So I thought, okay, am I doing this? So like three of my friends were like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And one of them was like, well, I just feel like you've been going through the motions. And that's when it was like, well, two years ago you did this. You know what I mean? And I was like, are you joking? Like you, you've been mad at me for two years and you didn't even lit like, and I said, first of all, I'm sorry I brought it up. It was a joke. It was, it was a too famous segment. And I was like, it was all about like chaos that was surrounding a situation. I did have it all in context, you know, and, and I'm sorry if that upset you or what have you. And I was like, maybe you should have listened. Cause she said, I got hate mail. I got hate mail. And I was like, maybe you should have listened to the segment Maybe you should have spoken to me about it earlier. But I thought, like, when you fight with someone, like, A, don't harbor that stuff. Don't. But you know what, John King, I'm going to tell you this. Please. And, and I'm, not, I'm not defending any – this is just a No, I want unbiased. you to. I need you to because I can only see my side. But I think sometimes when something – let's say something happens two years ago. And I don't think we realize – and I'm going to speak for myself, too – how much that incident impacts – like, sometimes you the thing happens. Okay. And you go, oh, whatever. You okay, know what? Yeah. You get on with your life. And you don't realize until down the road, God, that that really pissed me off. Okay. That really, you know what? I was really hurt by that. And instead of saying something, we just kind of store it because it's like, oh, you start to second guess yourself going, oh, now to bring it up now, it's like too late now. I'd look like an idiot. So you get caught. I think when you, when you don't, when you're not vocal, you get caught in this weird should I say something or should I just try and let it go? But honestly, when it's sitting that deep in you, it okay. just beca- it just it fuel it festers. It just becomes this resentment, and that's what I'm wondering if that's maybe I hear what, that possibly. But, but then I would here'd be my here would be my ask then, is don't do that. You yeah, know, when course. you have a feeling like it's not fair to yourself or the other person. No, to it, a, hold on to it. And uh, but Janice, where's that yes. trash can? I need to put some um, bird crap in it. Yes, I saw. Yeah. I have some bird shit here. Uh, thanks, Jake. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. So, um, so okay. Don't do that. And I think it's the way you say, "Hey, you know, when this happened, it hurt my feelings." Because I I know that like if you're afraid of confrontation, and this person is not good with that. But when you end up withdrawing or harboring and resentments build, you're just gonna create a disaster. But we're not evolved enough to do that yet. Some of us are. Some of us are. And that's what I want to talk about because you just create. This situation. And then, you know, the other friend who said some things like, no one likes you and like you're unhappy. Well, and that's someone dude, just trying to hurt you. That stuff, Sorry. it made me like I, I literally in my heart was like, I will never trust you again. No. And I, and then it's like, and then it's like she kind of tried to go back and act like everything was normal. And in my heart, I'm like, I'll never trust you. Like, I'll never feel yeah. able to be vulnerable with you. I'll never feel like you're not talking behind my back. And it, it's like, you got to be careful what you say. Be impeccable with your words. You just, I get that you might be furious, but unless you want that relationship to be over, be really careful about what you say when you're lashing out. And it's like, and I said. Especially with old stuff. Especially when oh it's old God. because then you have to remind the person what they did and half the time they're going I, I don't remember or I'm so... You oh know my God, I mean? dude, I looked back and I was like, that was my birthday. Yeah. It was my birthday. Was it the boozy cycle? 
No, it wasn't the boozy oh, cycle. So um, no, no, no. We were, we were um, like me and all my friends were up in Napa at one time. And it's like, I just like, it just, I don't even know. It wasn't the boozy cycle. It, but I just think when you're fighting, like, be really careful. Because I don't know how I get past that with this person. I don't see myself getting past it. And it's like, I can't tell if I'm being like, oh, an infant, a baby. And it's like, stop being such a child. Or I don't know if it, I like harboring a grudge, but I look at this person now and I'm like, wow. So for you to say like, oh, you've just been so unhappy or whatever. When I'm looking at the, this going, okay, I have honestly just had some really hard years. I mean, holy mother of God, like seven of them in a row, by the way, just repeatedly getting punched in the face over and over and over in ways that we haven't always discussed on the show because there have been legal battles going on. But I mean, like, just it's been a hard seven years. I get it. But I also feel like I showed up for friends when I was needed. I paid for everything. I which maybe that's me holding that over someone's head. Like, hey, I paid for things. So, you know, but I yeah, yeah. but I also feel like I carried all the burden but don't you think they're projecting their own shit on you? I mean, we do that all the time to each other. You and me. I mean, to in general, we project while we're feeling on that person. Like, wow, you're really grumpy today. It's like, well, they're the ones who's grumpy. Wow, you're, you know what I mean? Yeah. We project our own stuff. I, what know. do I do with that? You know what? There's an old book okay. by a woman. Name Manis. Uh, name Manis. No, and it's called. Jane and and it's Manis. so funny. I just reordered it from Amazon because it's not in bookstores. And Terry Cole Whitaker. And it's a little bit. And it's called What You Think of Me Is None of My Business. Well, and but it is what if so they then hard. tell? Okay, but then they tell you that. I don't care what strangers think of me. What do you do about the relationship? Okay, imagine I said this okay, to you. Look at it. Imagine look at, look I said your... this to you. You were like telling me about something. By the way, not very often about something that was going on that was upsetting you, right? And after all this time, I was like, oh, God, man, it's just always so miserable. Would you ever open up to me again? If I, if And when you already didn't open up to me that much, because you realized you were like, that person's not the most sympathetic. You mean like the way you're always harping on me to go on a date, and I don't like it when you do that? But I tell you I don't like it when you do that, and you keep doing it. You know why? So let's see. Let's, no, let me, here's let's, why. Why? Because I think... That you need to be pushed out of your comfort zone. But wait a minute. Now, here we go. Okay, now we're go, here. Go. Why you, I think you like to see people, and maybe this is all in, maybe this is part of this. Okay, go. You find what's what makes Jillian happy. Okay. You know what makes Jillian happy. Okay. And for someone else to not want that same thing, I think screws with you. I don't agree with you. I, when I, look, I do. I No, no okay. I do. I think that when uh-uh. you see... When you see that I'm not living, let's say, kind of how you are comfortably living, you go, well, then there's something wrong with this picture. No. I'm, okay, I can tell you what I'm thinking. I can't tell you that I'm right. But I know what I'm... Thank you, Bonsai. Yeah, Bonsai I know agrees. what I'm thinking. And I look at you a lot of times, and I see that your fear of rejection limits your... Honestly, inhibits your greatness. So whether it's your ability to do stand-up comedy, but you like don't want to deal with the rejection, or now you know you're doing a radio show, thank God. But the the reality is like, you know, you're you're a very talented person. You you could do way more in radio or in stand-up, but you don't. Be, and I see it as like your fear of rejection. So you kind of 
you become reclusive. And I, I think that, you know, you could allow someone to come into your world and really love you and support you. Not me, because I don't <laughs> care enough. But my point is that there is someone out there who I think would really come in there and, and be that for you. And I think that you just won't make yourself vulnerable enough. So that is what I think of when I push you to do these things. All right. Now let's now we're, now we've gone into territory. I was trying now to you make don't want to talk about. No, I was trying to make a grand See, point. You know, I'm I'm telling you the truth. No, but I was trying to make a point about about that. I think maybe I'm not hearing you. You feel like I'm not listening to no, you. No, no, no. I just mean I'm. Is that let's go back to possible? Your, I do go that. Back, let's go back to your th- this situation with a friend. Oh, see what you. No, but I mean, you see I what you just did. No, but we want to we want to solve this. We want to try to figure this out. You but you went over here. I addressed it, and then you run from it. See I'm you not running. No, I'm not. See, you think I run? I am very happy. Okay. See, look at you. Look what you just did. You went okay. You know why? Like it's like it's because unbelievable. Why no, can't a I, I believe be... you're happy, but I also know, and it's from things you've said to me. I know you know in your own heart that like you look at the landscape. And you're like, I am funnier than this person, that person, this person, that person. And I know you know that like your that your humanity is more authentic and relatable than this person, that person, this person, that person. And I know you have a little bit of like, well, woulda, coulda, shoulda. And you've said to me like, well, I always wanted to be the next Carol Burnett. And my thing with you is, why is it too late for that? And that's and that's the only thing. I mean, and when I and that is what I do intrinsically is, you know, and you're right. I It's like my desire to kind of like look at people and see like, wow, I feel like they're not living up to their potential. Sure, it's a production because I'm constantly pushing myself out of like the fat kid, the big nose kid, the braces kid, the ugly duckling kid, the kid with acne, the loser kid, the kid that got bad grades. Yes. And, you know, now I'm the kid that's on five magazine covers a year. So but it's it's deep in me. Right. Yeah. And so when I when I do look at other people, whether it's like. My little brother, I want him to stop, stop smoking pot and I hound him and hound him and hound him and he's been off for 12 days. But I, and it's like I hound him and hound him and hound him. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, and it's like, you know, when I look at people and I see tremendous potential that for one reason or another, I think that they're blocking themselves from fulfilling. And when I really believe that they want to, that's when I will push. And with you, I know that you are, you know, sensitive and you, you know, you buy... Bo- I'm a little flower. Right. And you buy shit ah. like, what people think of me is none of my business because it does hurt your feelings. And and the, and the thing is, like, that's where I'm constantly trying to kind of push you into that space of, like, just take the shot. You know, it might not work the first time, the second time, but it eventually will work because the talent is there. Okay. So now let's bring this back to this. And I'm not trying to steer away. Okay. But... Are we an hour into this segment? We're an hour. This is the this whole is show. This no, is right. it's 21. But aren't you glad we didn't talk about poop or sex yet? I know. I'm so thrilled. About so it because just it's, enjoy Because it. it's coming. Now, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that maybe it's okay. Like, we've had this conversation before. This friend who hurts your feelings, Ugh. maybe it's okay that it's, maybe it's come to and end. where it's where it's supposed to end. I, I do believe that. Well, that's that. what I'm asking. I'm asking, like, am I being a child? And, like shutting this person out but at the same time i'm also like wow like you've talked behind my back because i'm big on loyalty i know i know i'm really big on loyalty and then they were like you keep a tight circle yeah and they were like you know 
Well, uh, I didn't see anything I didn't say behind your back. I'm like, well, the shit you said behind my back was really not nice. And also, in large part, not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm kind of like, how do you... I'm like, wow, you talk behind my back. Like, you you didn't appreciate everything that I did. You, you know, you've said, like, the nastiest, meanest things. Like, and it's it just, like, personal, like, deep cuts about friendships and family. And it's like... Dude, I just don't, I, I don't know how you come back from that. And maybe, right, Barnes? she doesn't know. She doesn't know. She's, yeah, she's, she's just hanging, she's hanging upside down on one foot. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. See, and you know what? In the big picture, look at that, look at that little bird. That bird loves you more than anything. Yes, you do. So you know what? Barnes. That friend can kiss, can kiss it. Really? Okay. Well, that's what I'm asking. Uh, what's... If you're well, and that's what I'm it. saying. I'm also saying this: like, be real careful. Be careful. What you say? Because the re- because there are repercussions. Yes. There are repercussions to the, to words and to actions. It just it is not like oh, grow up or oh, get over it or oh, forgive forgive. You know, my it's just not that simple. And like my dad once said to my brother, and he said it to me, and he said horrible <laughs> to my sister. And I remember my brother was talking about the last time he. Really had talked to my dad. He was 17, same age I was. And my dad was like, I don't have a son. Ugh. And my brother remembers it. Sure he does. I mean, like, he recounts it. And I, you know, and I worry because I'm like, God, what if he dies? And I look at, you know, my brother and sister and they're going to be like rocking in a corner because it's, they're much younger than me. It's not resolved. And I constantly am like, you know, my dad reaches out in his limited way. And I'm like, you don't have kids. Maybe you should try. Maybe, you know. And my brother is like, the last time I had a meaningful conversation with dad, he looked at me and said, I don't have a son. And I remember the things my dad what said a to me, man. right? When I was 17 oh. and I turned around, like he, he hit that below the belt and I turned around and I was like, dude, <laughs> okay. And I was like the last time, you know, and I, I was like the last time you and I are going to have, a, and we did have a few conversations later in life, but I was oh. like, I'll be talking to your grave, buddy. And it's, you just got to be careful. I get it. And you might be really angry and you might want to just vomit up how you're feeling. And you may have been legitimately wrong, but you got to ask yourself, like, do I want to end this relationship? Because I just don't know how things come back once they're out there like that. It's like a shockwave. I think, and I do, I do think things can come back, but I think... You know, it's like, to me, it's like a ligament. I know this is a bizarre yeah, no, analogy, you're, but you're right. because you talk about stretching, stretching the fabric of, yes. your, of your courage, stretching the fabric. And sometimes, sometimes it gets injured. Yes. And, and I think you've just suffered an injury and, or, or that person did or whoever. And you know what? It might, it might not come back to the, where it was. Right. Okay. I, I think. So then maybe, maybe the answer is, or maybe you have a conversation, but I did. I was like, wow, really with this? Wow. I mean, I, you know, whatever. You're right. And I, I guess so here, here's my takeaway. Number one, do not hold on to stuff. Talk about it in the moment. Number two, calm down before you have a conversation mm-hmm. so that you don't say it's one thing to yell. It's one thing to scream, but it's another thing to say like personal. You know what I mean? Like where you go, oh, this is somebody's like Achilles heel. This is their yep. weak spot. Yeah. Absolutely. Let me jab in the knife. Yeah. Don't, unless you want that relationship to be over, yeah, don't go restrain there. yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like, write it on paper, talk to somebody else, get it out, and then go into that and say, well, like, hey, you know, in this situation, 
I feel like this. And really look at it, by the way. Because, like, when I responded to that person and I was like, okay, that was my birthday, you selfish jerk. <laughs> well, I just, okay, now that we're uh, here then, I'm just right. going to say back in 2009, yeah, you... Okay, babes, listen up. You can stop worrying that coloring your hair might damage it because Madison Reed's at-home hair color is made with ingredients you can feel good about. That means no more ammonia, no more parabens, phthalates, and no PPD, SLS, or gluten. Madison Reed hair color is infused with argon oil, keratin, and ginseng root extract so you get shiny, healthy-looking hair right at home. And Madison Reed makes it easy to find your perfect shade with their online color quiz. And what's really cool is you can actually try on the different shades with their hair color tool to see how you'll look and find your favorite. Get ammonia-free, multi-tonal hair color delivered to your door for less than $25 at madison-reed.com. And use my promo code Jillian and you'll get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Again, my promo code is Jillian. Visit madison-reed.com now to find your perfect shade. That's madison-reed.com. Got an interesting question for you, Manis. Yes. Should you or shouldn't you use an air purifier? I don't know. because uh, Are oh you talking God. air purifiers or uh, humidifiers? Pure air purifier. Air purifier. If you fart in the air, though, you're just recirculating the same fart, right? So. If it was bad air, you're just recircling bad air. So would you use an air purifier or not? Yes. No, I'd open the window. Well, you, Isn't that you nat- can open, natural? Op- op- opening the window is is a good thing, but do you use an air purifier I or don't. not? I do not. Oh, Nicole Should does. you or should you not? You I know this. I say yes, but that's because the cat has asthma. And we need the air purifier so she doesn't cough every morning. The white cat that your gay the boyfriend owns? The white cat has asthma. And he's not gay. Yes. Wow. The cat? Not the gay. cat. No, well, no, the, the cat's not gay as far as I know, but I know the boyfriend's not gay. But the cat does have asthma, and the purifier helps her so she doesn't sound like she's hacking up on Well, the cat, oh, it's a girl cat. It's a girl cat. Oh, sweet little thing yeah okay. so she needs she needs the air purifier well listen to this so she, nicole is actually right but i mean i've talked about it in a lot of books but i read this article in time magazine and it's it's a big deal man no first of all um your indoor air is more polluted than outdoor air by a by a yeah, mile right which that. is why Especially they which is shocking <laughs> but it's it's not even the dogs it's the off-gassing of the fumes in the paint, the fumes in your furniture polish, the crap in your carpet, your home cleaning supplies. It's all of that garbage. So, yes, you open the windows, you get some house plants, and, you know, I talked about it in Master Metabolism, I talked about it in Yeah Baby, but um, an air purifier can make a huge difference. So, listen to this. I, this I didn't know. This is why I'm bringing this up again, just because it kind of surprised me, the statistics. Okay. Air pollution causes 200, about, about, 200,000 early deaths a year in the U.S. according to research, according to research from MIT. And it's been linked to, shocker, because I wrote about this in my book, yeah baby, negative effects for children of pregnant mothers, preterm births, asthma, and autism. Dude, it's for real. Consider the other health hazards associated with breathing in everything from household cleaning products to furniture, flame retardants, and so on, right? 
So it, you know, it talks about um, this kind. This is where we, we didn't, haven't really gotten into the detail. So I have this um, HEPA air filter mm-hmm. and I love it. When it comes to one popular type of purifier, so-called ionizers, the risks may outweigh the rewards. And mine is an ionizer. <laughs> threw me off. Ionizers generate negative air ions, which attract dust and allergens and other positively charged airborne particles and basically lock them in. All right. So you're like, okay, well, wouldn't that be great? In a study published in the Journal of Psychological Medicine, uh, they talk about these, these people found that breathing air cleaned with negative ions could relieve symptoms of depression. There's a good amount of data tying pollution to depressed mood, especially among older adults. Dude, did you know this? No. Air pollution can cause depression? Okay, but here's the caveat. Ready? Um, unless you're using them in a very small space, the ionizers don't work very well. The amount of air in the room far exceeds the amount of air they're able to clean. So the ionizers only work in small rooms. What about a humidifier then? Is an ionizer a humidifier no, or are they two completely totally different things? totally different. A humidifier is just something that turns water. Mo- it puts moisture in the moisture air. Moisture in the air, yeah. Okay. So yeah. let me just get this right. You just said that poor air quality in an environment causes depression. Yeah. Preterm births, asthma, autism. What are you looking at me? 200,000. Stop farting in your bedroom. I, it just falls out. It makes me up at night. <laughs> It's like, what the hell? I'm just saying, I can't help it. You got to find the um, humor thread through everything. I love cabbage. God, I can eat cabbage. <laughs> cabbage at night, cabbage in the day. Just a big bowl of cabbage. There's one other. Cabbage. Caveat is yeah. That, um, it's possible that ionizers may produce ozone. You know, what you, does that mean? You get mad. <laughs> She gets mad at me. It's junk. Okay. No, she gets fault. mad at me, and I do this very like straight segment about saving lives. She talks about eating cabbage and farting her brains out. Well, she talks about gas. I don't. I just don't understand. You know, which is it? I, I wish you. I wish you knew a little. I wish you knew a little bit more about ionizers because I don't understand well, what they are. I'm What's the you, difference between an ionizer and an it. air purifier? It, 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 I just told you what it does. So you don't listen. I just read it. I just read it. Do I need to read it again? No. Ionizers generate negative air ions. But why would you need that? Because it attracts dust and allergens and other positively charged airborne particles and locks them in. It locks in toxins with negative ions. Okay, people want to know what you have. But it doesn't work as well if it's in a big space and it's possible that it may produce ozone. And that's bad for the environment. So, what they say, blah, 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 HEPA, or high-efficiency particulate air, often refers, hang on a minute, so so the best one is a HEPA, which is what I have, or a high-efficiency particulate air thing, that <laughs> filter that removes 99% of particles above a certain size. HVAC specialist. Yeah, that's what I do. Bullets yeah. here. No, don't quit your day job. Have a filter. <laughs> yeah, but did you know how serious that was? No, I know the air quality. So a portable air cleaner is a worthwhile buy. I got a menopause with... fan. I carry it with me everywhere. It plugs into my laptop. <laughs> Keeps me cool. Well, you have an plug? attack. Yeah. Nice. Oh. A menopause fan? A menopause fan. And it helps with the cabbage. <laughs> 
Well, we'd love to uh, take your calls, but um, go ahead and tell them. Well, the system is a little bit down. We're having some pro- we're having some technical problems. Okay, but there's more to it. Well, okay. Janice needs Janice needs to talk to you guys. When you Go ahead. We, we 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 would love to to do more of the que- it's just sometimes when right when you write into jillianpodcast at gmail.com, which we love to get your notes, but sometimes the notes are very long. And, and she doesn't have the time to read them. I am but a mere woman. Oh. Um, and I and I would and I love to read, but I I I think we need to put a I think we need to put a um what do you call it? Pro- she wants to give you guys limits. Well, not li- I mean I. D- well, but I'll give you plenty of time to talk on the show. Yes, but, but that's what I mean. If, if we says, could if we could if we could condense the questions down, that would be really helpful because it's true. Yeah. I would rather put you on the air with with Jillian so you can talk. Then, um, so yeah, so uh, with with all the love in my heart, if we could maybe say, what, what do you want to do with it? Some, some short, shorter. How many? How give them like a word count or something? They don't. Just a little paragraph. A little paragraph. A little paragraph. And then Janice can call you to set it up, and she can elaborate. Yeah. 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 But when it's when it's a really really long When it's two pages, letter, she d- she doesn't read it, guys. I can't I can't read it all. And then we don't get to it. And then you guys say I wrote in and then that's Yeah, yeah and then right. But to the but some But, but see like look, I just asked on Twitter and then I got a bunch of them and because there's only 140 characters, so like one was can you talk about the benefits of colonics? Me? And I said there aren't any. And so here's the answer. That's a huge misconception. Watch watch me do the job. Ready? Watch me do. Watch it. Here we go. No, it's colonics. That's not, that's not fi- potentially can perforate your bowel, can mess up the um your good gut Natural flora. Natural gut flora. Yeah. Uh huh. Exactly. Um, they can cause all kinds of electrolyte imbalances, and there's you should not stick a hose up your butt. It's a no. It's a uh uh-uh. uh. New 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 new. Really, what all colonics is is you. They put water in your butt and blast water um down there into your colon. Oof. You know what, yeah, what? but no, that's not how the what? body cleanses itself. It cleanses itself through the liver and the kidneys and the spleen. No, absolutely not. Nope, nopey, nopey, nope, nope, nope. It's a one-way street, man. Stuff's supposed to come out of there. See how quick I did that one? You see how quick? But Here's another that, one. Maybe... I have a lower back injury. Should I do core strengthening exercises? Are they helpful or hurtful? Does your app have those options? Well, yes, of course, my app has an entire core program. Let me just tweet her back. Uh answering on the podcast now and you know, yes maybe that's it maybe we should say all the email should be app has 140 an entire core program boomski now with that said yes. um it depends on the injury right so obviously i'm not a doctor or a sports medicine doctor but it depends on what's wrong and what you're doing so like if you have a bulging disc you certainly don't want to be doing any sort of rotation it depends on what the injury is. Yep. So what I would say is, if you have an injury, invest in at least one session with a physical therapist and have them show you what you can do. And my bird is just dumping shit all over. Sorry. Just a moment. Why is that no? Don't do that. No, booger pants. <laughs> just a moment. Just, just a second. There we go. Okay. No booger. Okay. Invest in one session with a physical therapist and have them show you like, hey, 
This will exacerbate your injury. This will help you rehabilitate your injury. Because it's not just as simple as like, oh, you know, can I have a back injury? It's like, well, what? What do you have? You know, and and what are you planning on doing? There's a million different ways to, well, not a million, there's a lot of different ways to strengthen your core. So rotation is probably going to be a no. Anything that compresses your spine is probably going to be a no, but it depends what the issue is. So, you know, is it anything that's, you know, crunches, is that going to hurt it? It depends on what the issue is. Um, So I would say... That's good advice to yes. have it just get it checked out first. Yeah, another one said, um, what do you think? I know you're not a huge fan of paleo, but what do you think of the Whole30? Um, I mean, again, I, I've mentioned this before. I think that uh, I look at diet like religion, right? I respect all religions for the most part. I respect all diets, meaning if you want to be omnivore, vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten-free. I just don't want people doing it because they think they have to. So for me, my issue with paleo is I think it's bad for the environment. I've read so many inconsistencies. Like some paleo people say you can eat, uh, you know, some are like, oh, I eat fruit. Others don't eat fruit. Some eat certain nuts. Others don't. It's just like, and it's, I don't believe that they're correct. Like quinoa. They're like, oh, the anti-nutrients and quinoa, the saponins, which studies have shown us that quinoa is actually anti-inflammatory to the system. It's perfectly good for you there's no nothing that's where my issue with paleo i get frustrated and it's inconsistent i don't think it's good for the planet i don't think people should be eating that much meat especially a diet with that much meat and not a ton of fiber i don't think it specifically stresses the quality of the foods although i have some seen a lot of paleo people stress it i have seen a lot of others that don't um so that's my kind of issue with paleo and so the whole 30 i mean i would just be like whatever if it if it if you like it great these are the two universal rules Number one, don't eat too much, no matter what it is. Number two, don't eat stuff that isn't food as often as you can possibly manage to avoid it. Yeah. Now, I mean, huh? I know. I know. Look how quick. Look at me. Huh? Yeah. So, okay. That's right. Okay. So, um, you'll hear at the end of the show now, this new, it's going to be a new call out for emails but let's say is 140 is that too you get okay let's say three sentences guys three sentences three sentences and then we can call you and you can elaborate on the call <sighs> all right cuz Janice keeps shitting the bed and letting everyone down no i don't you got to help Janice guys not, not. cuz she's busy you know why she's got another show do you read the questions for that show <laughs> we don't do questions only you are the i am not an expert i am but a conduit of information you are an expert Mm. when i talk on the show the other show Mm. it's talking about uh, things Mm. local events Mm. experts Mm. when are you come when would you like to come on the show i've noticed Mm. you've never ever offered to come on the show you've never ever invited me jillian michaels has she invited me once i don't actually think you have. No, you haven't. Jillian Michaels, you mm. know damn well no, you there's have not. always been an open door uh, policy. Produce for... the text or the email or the conversation. Produce it. Produce it. Produce it. Evidence. You produce. If I okay, this is what would happen if I said, Hey Jillian, God, I'd love to have you on the I'd show. I'd say okay, man, it's whenever. Would I not? I'm not going up to Vancouver. She, okay, so here's the deal. She would say whenever, but it almost sounds like neither of you actually want it. So until I see it in an email, until I see it in an email that says, Nicole, can you schedule this? Or, Nicole, I'd love to have Jillian on the podcast. I will get you there. 
Nicole laying down the law. That is exactly what ha- how it has to go down. I need my paper this. trail. She's chewing and falling asleep at the same time. She grinds her beak. That's like when cats purr, parrots grind their beak. Oh, they I, go, used to, I used to date someone who used to grind her. <laughs> grind her beak. I don't get it. I don't know. I what's wrong with me. I didn't get it. Three sentences or less. Did you the, get it? Yes, I'm compiling a small book of Janicisms. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Manis. Take it away, old girl. All right. Don't forget to email us at jillianpodcast at yeah. gmail.com yep. with new rules. Kind of rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guidelines. Guidelines. Yes. Three sentences. Or less. Or less. And a phone number. And a phone number. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye.